Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey, thanks for joining us for another blended podcast. Right, today going to be talking about parenting in a pandemic. And I think it's only fitting that we, we kind of go there and look back over the last year. Because right. much of the world shut down March 13th. Mm-hmm. So it's been over a year now yeah. that, uh, well, we've been living a certain way. <laughs> right. And, and it's, for it's it was tough for a regular, quote unquote, family. Right. But for blended families, you know, it's a whole different ball game. We it ha- is. We can't just stay home with the people in our home. Like, we have children that are going back and forth to two different homes. And the problems can arise when those two homes don't agree or don't feel the same way about what's going on. And, and, and there's so many things from vacation, mm-hmm. uh, school options. Are the kids going to be virtual? Are they going right. to be in person? Um, yeah, what, uh, letting family from out of town come in. You know, right. some, or if, just seeing local family that maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> Right, that aren't practicing the social distancing. Right, and so there's been a whole slew of different difficulties in, well, what was already a tough pandemic or a tough situation as a blended family. And so today we just want to look back on some of that. Yeah, and some of the things maybe that, you know, we've learned how to handle better because let's, let's face it, this isn't over. It's getting better, but it's not over. And I know for us, one of the first things that we encountered, you know, and I don't want to say it was a problem, but it was a hiccup. Right. Was vacation. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it started and my stepdaughter and her mother had a vacation planned for a hot spot. Yeah. And they decided to cancel that vacation. Yep. Okay. So their vacation was before ours. Then... When it came time for hours, and we were going to go to Florida, but not to a hot spot of Florida, right. there was some like, like whoa, whoa, wait a minute, well, we canceled ours. Yeah. You know, are you you're really still going? You know what I mean? And it was like, yeah, but you know, we've checked the numbers, and we're going to follow the protocol. And I think it's it's human nature. Of course, you feel like, well, I know I'm going to do my best, mm-hmm. you know, to keep us all safe. And I'm sure she felt she was going to do the same to keep right. them safe. But it's like you just don't trust other people to do the same thing that you will do. Right. And we ended up going on our vacation. And then after that, they ended up going on an on a like a weekend vacation and meeting out-of-town family in a hot spot. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we faced the issues with, well, my employer says that I have to do this, this, and this if those things take place. Right. You know what I mean? So choices that are beyond my control affected me in my work. You know right. what I mean? And so things like that came up. And I think for the biggest part is, and, and, and you could say it's probably been the biggest issue across the country, is no two people saw this the same. No. Not even, I don't even think husbands and wives, you know, a lot saw it the same in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah, there were some people that were like, 
This is maybe nothing. Be, you maybe know, because the of their work or whatever. It was like, no, we've got to be extra cautious. We've got to right. do this. We've got to do that. We're working from home. Well, we talked about a little bit ago about relationships that have ended, you know, dating yeah. relationships, because one person's like, I'm not wearing a mask. And the other person's like, hey, we need to follow the guidelines. And it became such a sore spot that it was like, okay, this our relationship can't go on. And right. I think, you know, you, you're you faced right. with that in a blended family, but so, you can't just throw in the towel. And So how do you handle that? Yeah. And that's just through communication and mm-hmm. conversation. Right. It's not Expressing a heated, your concerns. A heated political debate. No. But saying, listen, here, here is where I am. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Okay, there's where you are. Where can we meet in the middle on this? Right. Pros and cons of yeah. both of our decisions. You Absolutely. Because I tend to be... A little more overprotective, a little more cautious, like I'm going to go even past, yes. you know, just to be sure. And But I feel other people sometimes think I'm just overreacting, you know what I mean? Right. Like, And I'm like, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that or I don't feel comfortable going there, you know what I mean? Or, But in a blended family, I can't control what Mm-mm. goes on at the other house, you know what I mean? And, and that's hard for us sometimes. But I think, like you said, communicating and being flexible and just realizing like first of all i don't have to control what goes on over there i trust that she's going to make right you know decisions to keep not just her but all of us safe you know and i saw so many people like in a situation where you know you know for me we we didn't see eye to eye at the beginning but as it kind of got further right. along you know my youngest son has a is, a is immunocompromised he struggles fighting off the common sinus infection or cold, and we give him infusions bi-weekly. Right. And so for me, it was like, whoa, no chances. <laughs> right. Like, I stopped going to church. Right. I didn't go to church from, like, March until, like, May. Right. And I play music at church, so that was a big sacrifice for me. But yet, maybe right. on the other side, they weren't taking it as serious or or, or, right. or being as cautious. It's like, hey, and, I'm doing all of these things, and right. you're not. So, hey, listen, here's where we are. We've got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of getting upset and, and taking it out on the kids and being like, well, you shouldn't be doing that and you need to tell your mom. That never works. Right. Pick up the phone or in a in a time where maybe you're dropping kids off, put the kids in the car and be like, hey, can I, can I talk to you for a second? Right. And that's what would happen. And this is where I am. This is what I've got to do. This is what my work expects. Oh, right. I'm not trying to inconvenience your life. Right. But I'm asking you. Could you meet me somewhere in the middle or right. could you live up to these expectations for me so that it makes my life better or the kid's life better? And it's just having the tough conversations right. and not expecting the kids to be caught in the middle and having it or making comments right. or making them feel bad because the other one maybe didn't take it as serious or took it more right. serious. And well, and like, the kids were so affected, not so much by vacations, but by school and yeah. school arrangements. Because then it got, you know, once the school year ended and the new year, school year started, they started all of this blended. And some schools go a couple days a week and some go, you know, all week and some don't go at all and some are virtual and deciding. And, you know, it was like for us, we had that moment of panic when they were first discussing five days a week all the kids back in the class and so it was like you know but and thank the lord that you know chris and lena's mom were on the same page on that because how difficult would that be or how difficult is that if that's the situation you're facing where you're like 
I'm not okay with it. I'll I'm a, I'm going to keep her on virtual. And then the other parents like, no, she's going back. You know, she needs right. to go back. And then you have, like you said, you have to take the kids' opinion. Some yeah. kids ha- were nervous to go back. You know, some kids, you know, have the anxiety about being back in a classroom. And then other kids are like, I miss my friends. Right. I'm ready to go back. You know. So we had that situation. So Kingston is, you know, you know, compromised. And it was like, okay, this is early, but what do we do? Luckily, we didn't have to face this until like end of summer to make that decision. They all were basically virtual at the end of the year, which that's a whole nother case. And and we got lucky because I worked from home from like March till May. And so I was really able to focus on his school three days a week. And then his mom got to work home like from May through the end of summer. They, They went home at a different time after we had already come back. So then she was able to focus on school. So it really helped out and not put all that burden on one person, which would have been extremely overwhelming and stressful. Right. And so it came down to the decision, you know, are we going to send Kingston to school two days a week or are we, you know, because that's what they finally gave us the option for two days a week or four days a week. And then completely virtual. Mm-hmm. Are we going to let him stay home and, and try to help him when he's already kind of behind in school? Or are we going to send him and believe that they're taken care of? Right. And we were on both sides of the fence. Like, yeah. I had the belief that, no, he needs to be back in school right. because we can't allow him to get further in his education right. behind. She was like, we need to keep him at home and protect him. Right. And we had about an hour and a half conversation. And when mm-hmm. I say hour and a half, it was... Her and her boyfriend, me and my wife, having in the pros and cons. Yeah. Kind of taking Laying a break. It out. Taking a break in the middle of it to let everybody kind of process, simmer back down. <laughs> right. And then coming to a decision. And in the midst of that, our oldest son looking and going, well, if he stays home, what if I don't want to do that? What if I want to go to school? Right. Or what if. And then do you let the other kid go and be exposed and bring it home to him? Like right. a whole nother conversation. There's a whole nother conversation. And so finally we worked it out and we were able to come to a, a consensus and a joint, you know, decision. Right. Just like it should be. Well, and it's so, it's changing constantly. Right. I know for us. When they first started talking about, you know, at the beginning of the year, I feel like it was about going five days a week. You know, my husband and me and and Lena's mom were all against her going five days a week. Right. One, the high school wasn't doing that. They weren't even discussing that at that point. So it was like, okay, she's going to stay virtual. And we were okay with that. And then fast forward now to the spring, they, you know, our county all went back five days a week and... But now we feel like we're at a place where that's okay. That's okay. You know what I mean? The teachers have been vaccinated and things like that. And so it's like, it's just so, it's ever changing. So, you know, just respect that a parent might feel one way this month and then next month is different. And that's just part of this, you know. So be understanding and just kind of, I don't know. It's, it's, we're all learning. We're all going through it. And it's just ever changing. A lot like being like Gumby and just being flexible. Yeah. You know, just being able to to make a decision, but not to be so open or closed-minded that it's detrimental to the co-parenting or mainly for the kids. Because, again, it's about the kids. What is best for them? Right. And so, you know, that was probably the biggest decision we had to make. Uh, And then you you come in with the vacations, like you said. It's, It's scary. It is. And I think you hit, you you made a really comment like we always feel 
that we are doing <laughs> the right thing. Right. We're doing the best for our kids. Nobody right. else will do as good as we would, you know, even if it is another set of parents. Right. I mean, it's just, I think that's just human nature. We're going to keep them safe and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And you're not, you're going to go out and it's like. <laughs> right. They're thinking the same thing about us. So. But it's a conversation where you say, hey, listen, we're okay with it. Yeah. But can you not go out to restaurants? Right. Can you not go out to large gatherings? Yeah. Can you do this? Can you Don't abide by this? Don't go to birthday parties. Don't you, go hang yeah. out with a bunch of friends right. you know, and, in a house. Well, and, and you know, that's the case. And sometimes we, 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 we fail. We are errant on that because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think that they should be going to birthday parties and this and that and this and that, but I'm going to take them on vacation. Right. Like you can't, you can't <laughs> right. have it always your way. And I think we really learned that during the pandemic of we just had to find what way was best in the co-parenting situation and for both families. Yeah. Because, you know, for me, it's like, it's not even just the responsibility of keeping the kids safe, you know, their mother has another son. Right. They have grandparents over there. Right. I'm not just keeping them safe. Yeah, and I'm selfishly worried about myself. You know what right. I mean? Like, because I, you know, I, I smoked for years. Like, I don't know what shape my lungs are in. So, like, right. I had that fear of, like, not only do I want our girls and us to stay safe, but, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know how this would affect me if I get it, you and know? you know, you kind of had to take that burden on for their family. Yeah. And, 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 and knowing that my actions over here yeah. could cause them to... Right. Uh, it's just it's just a nightmare. Hey, we want to thank our sponsor, Amazon bestselling author Brian Sanders. Right, and uh, he had a bestselling book, Leadership Endurance. Right. But now, coming out on April 5th is a book of all about his dad. It's called Be Like Dad and Stories of Life and Leadership that he gleaned from these stories about his dad it's an awesome book for like maybe to give somebody for father's day or maybe like just to learn you know remember things about your own dad and i and we've both read it yeah uh, pre-read it um and a lot of stuff that happens in there remind me of stories that happened with my dad that maybe i took for granted or i'd forgotten Mm -hmm. and so if you'd like to go ahead and pre-order your copy of be like dad by author brian sanders you can go to BrianSandersAuthor.com. You can pre-order it now. Right. It will ship on April the 5th. And if you want free shipping, yep. use the promo code for my dad. Number four, yep. my dad. Okay, so I think we both had this situation. Okay, I know we both had this situation. Yeah. What happens when one parent or family is exposed? Mm-hmm. And the other wasn't. Okay, well, we I got one better for you. Um, Lena's mother That's actually right, was positive yes. for COVID. And what happened was, so Lena goes to her mom's on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and comes back to our house on Sunday. And she had went to her mom's on Thursday. And Friday morning, um, Missy, which is her mom, texted my husband and said, Hey, just want you to know, like, I'm not feeling good. Like, I'm just kind of got sinuses and you know or whatever but i just wanted you to know i'm just not feeling very good and right. i was like okay well fast forward to sunday and she's like i don't feel any worse but i don't feel any better i'm still got some head cold issues you know and just to be safe since lena's here mm-hmm. i'm gonna go get a test like a covid test and just make sure i don't have it because i wouldn't want her to bring it right. to you guys you know which thanks so much you know that she would think of us so she goes she gets a rapid test and text us, and she's like, um, 
I'm positive. Right. So here's the issue we're faced with. You know, of course, my mom heart wants Lena out of there. Like, but then on the other hand, I'm like, I don't want Missy to be alone. You know what I mean? She's not remarried. She doesn't have someone there with her. So I'm like, it'd be good for Lena to be there to keep an eye on her mom. But I don't want Lena to get it. And I don't want (laughs) Lena to bring it if she would happen to have it. So it's like, what do we do? Do She can't come here. She's been exposed, you know, because if she comes here, then now we're exposed. And then we have to go through all of the steps. So Lena stayed for the 10 days, the two weeks, you know, with her mom and... Thank goodness, because there were a few days where, you know, Missy felt really bad. And, you know, it was kind of touch and go. And, like, she would, you know, like, Lena would FaceTime us. But they were wearing masks, you know, in their home beside each other on the couch because it's like Missy didn't want Lena to get it. Lena never did get it. But it was like, you know, so as a parent, it's like that struggle. Like, my husband really was struggling. Like, he was like, I want to just go get her and have her tested and bring her here. You know what I mean? If she's negative, I just want to bring her here. And I'm like, I know, but I just think it's best if you don't, you know, right. like it, it's just so it none was, of us know what to do. But no. in that situation, it's like I'm leaving my kid in a house where COVID is. What do I do? What do you do? Uh, for us, we had two instances. Uh, one, uh, their little brother started feeling really bad oh, while I had the boys. Right. Hey, can you drop the boys off early? I need to take their brother to to get a a COVID test. And I'm like, <laughs> Whoa, what? What? Time out here. Well, I don't think he has it, but right. they want to test him. You just never know. I'm like, well, there's no sense. And bringing the boys there. And taking them and exposing them <laughs> if they haven't been there. Right. Getting tested. Yeah. When it comes back negative, you can have the boys. And I'll even give you some of my time right. from next week. Yeah. To make we'll up for it. We'll work this out. We'll work this out. No worries. Yeah. And so that was the first scare. The second scare. I had gone to church, been around a couple people right. that were complaining about not feeling well. <laughs> right. I hadn't really been in contact with them. Right. I had been in the same building. Yeah. I had shared the same stage with you them. Don't know, you know. And I went to get the boys and just had this feeling of this is a bad idea. Yeah. So I called, hey, I think this is what's going on. I think there's a potential that I have been right. exposed. exposed. I want you to keep the boys, mm-hmm. and I'm going to wait a couple of days. I'm going to go get tested, and then once I'm negative, right. I'll come get the boys yep. because it's not fair for me to no. be like, hey, it's my time. <laughs> I I, want I'm anyways. coming to get them. Yeah, no. We'll take a chance. In a couple of days, I'll get tested. I probably don't have it. Right. Because then what happens if I do? Right. Then I've exposed them. Well, and here's the thing. If you go on like everything's fine, so many more people get exposed. Right. Like, if you would have just went and got the boys, okay, now not only are you exposing your kids, but They're then, exposing kids at school. Uh, right. They're exposing my dad, who's yeah. having to pick them when up When they can school. just go to school and not expose anybody because they stay with their mom, you know, right. in those situations. So, it it definitely is, like, like you said, you just have to <laughs> stay where you are if you're exposed. Just stay where you are, even if it interferes with your days. Like, y'all, we've got to be understanding in this time, like, that. The most important thing is less exposure for everyone. Right. And so, you know, as as the year's gone by, and a lot of this hopefully is going away as yeah. the, you know, vaccine comes out. Listen, yeah. what we need to hear is we're just saying better safe than sorry. Absolutely. And, and like everything else that this pandemic has brought on in our lives, uh, we talk about a lot like what can we take away 
that the pandemic has taught us right. or blessed us with, and that might mm-hmm. be crazy to say, but through this pandemic, oh, I've yeah. spent a lot more time with my wife and kids mm-hmm. making memories yeah. at places and doing things. You would have never done. That we never would have done. Yeah. So, man, that's what that's a, amazing yeah, in itself. Absolutely. Not that I wish for it. Not that no. I want it. Not but I, it, I wasn't wish it, was, it wasn't all bad. There wasn't all negative to it. You know, we learned a lot. And I think we learned a lot about, you know, taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. And then the last thing that I think, I'll speak for both of us, it made us better blended families. Absolutely. Because we had to have some very tough discussions. Yeah, and you had to you had to blend well. You know and whether I mean? you really want to admit that you... You 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 care about the other side. Like I know right. some people are like, no, there's so right. much pain and whatever. I could never care for them again. At the end of the day, yeah. you still have to care for them right. and their family mm-hmm. because they're a part well, of and your who kids' they're exposed family. To. Right, like you said, if the other side sees elderly grandparents right. regularly, so if I expose, you know, my stepdaughter, she's going to expose her mom and possibly grandparents or great grandparents or other people and I would never want you know anybody to get right and so I think through having to think about and care that we learn to have some more compassion in the midst of the pandemic for these blended families we learn to have some deep and tough conversations Mm -hmm. and at the end of we're looking back a year into this thing wow i know my family is better blended absolutely because of what we've went through and i think man i don't know if we would be to this point right i don't know if be as as blended as well as we are if it hadn't been for the last year of this could literally be life and death if death if we aren't blended well I mean, really? Absolutely, yeah. And so maybe it's been a tough year for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have struggled being blended and co-parenting, but look back and go, we we wouldn't have made it safe or we wouldn't have done some of these things if we hadn't really begun to work well together. What were the things that we grew grew from in this situation? Because like I said, I know everybody's scenarios aren't as good as ours you no. know what i mean and it doesn't go as smoothly but i think even in those hard relationships those hard blended families we learned something oh absolutely and no matter how well you think your blended family was like maybe you're the the facebook post with right you know the the moms are best friends and they you right. know whatever. maybe that was the case you still came out of this yeah, better you still grew yeah. uh, there's no way that you didn't because right. you had to you really had to, and uh, man, a year gone. I know, it's crazy. And looking ahead going, I just hope that we can keep up being as blended right. and as good of co-parents right. as we've learned to be. I agree, me too. So, hey, thanks so much for listening to today's Blended Podcast. If you wouldn't mind, could you go give us a thumbs up, a like on facebook that's the blended podcast facebook.com backslash blended podcast yep uh over on instagram at the blended underscore podcast like those pages we're posting quotes and stuff all the time um from different episodes so and share that page with other blended friends you might have that might find this podcast helpful absolutely and uh, don't forget uh you can always find our podcast on all the major platforms Uh, Apple, Spotify, and if you wouldn't mind, 
Uh, something that would really help us out is as you're listening to this, leave a review. Yeah. Leave a review on one of those podcasts because if you do that, then it's going to show those platforms, hey, yeah. people are really enjoying, people are right. into this, and it's going to put it in front of more eyes. Yeah. And we sure would appreciate that. Thanks for listening to The Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.